Blog Talk Radio. <coughs> Welcome to the World of Ink Network, founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook. Their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Hi, everybody. It's Marcia Cook, and it's a good story. It's a good story, a World of Ink network, and it's going to be a great show today. We have a lot of fun coming up here because we have three people that have been here before, and they all like to have fun. So since we, we're all going to be together, we're going to be talking about many things, which I have no clue yet what we're going to talk about. We're going to figure it out when they're all on there, but we will. There's all of us are hosts, so everybody can figure out what to talk about. But anyway, I want to thank everybody for listening, and um, this is an archive show after the show, and um a couple little bulletins here. Um, well, Bennett is here, so he could. Bennett is going to be having his show. So I'm going to. I'm just going to introduce and say who's coming. Are we going to do Bennett, that later when we start the well, we, I, So that right, way well, this, this, they make it. <laughs> okay. But that's okay. Anyway, anyway, okay. We are doing this now because that's the way. Okay. Anyway, Bennett is coming back to the network, and he will be doing his show. Any which Any way, but which loose. way, but loose. <laughs> right, and so it's going to be a fun show on Saturday night, and that's a two-hour show. And then we have Delaney here, who is from Red River, where I met Delaney because we were doing Red mm-hmm. River shows together. And uh, Delaney has a two-hour show. And then we have William Maltese, who also has a show. His show is an hour like ours, and he's um, not. He has, they have his own. He has his own network with Joanne, and they have a lot of fun. And that's um, well, you, you forgot my thirty-minute shows. I mean, well, we didn't I do that yet. Fr- we're not ta- this is we're talking about World of Ink right now. This oh, I'm sorry. And the guest. You were saying okay. Red River. I'm going. Oh <laughs> right. well, okay. we're not talking much. Okay. And right. And okay. And actually, I think I met Bennett on one of the the first show that William was on because I think I had like ten guests and William came on, and I think there were a lot of other people on, but I also think a lot of those people are gone now, which is really sad. But we're all here and here for many years. I think Delaney. I'm going to let. Um, Bennett, just say hi first, and then, but okay. one thing, Delaney, how many years is hi it? Hi first, I think go ahead, seven. Delaney. <laughs> Delaney, seven years, is it seven years, I think we're Oh, God, seven. I was just trying to remember when I started, I think, I think I started in 2007, yeah. I'm just not sure, uh, no, 2009, I did Nine. some shows okay. with, with um, April 1st, and then I started doing my own shows. So, so we've all been doing this a long time. And, William, you've yeah. been doing shows for a long time, too. Yeah, we've been on like five or six years. 
Right, so here we go. All right, so now we'll just let nobody <laughs> <go> talk, right? <laughs> okay, Ben, well, I, ju- I just caught up with Diane Chapman, and it's been 20 years since I did High Visibility <laughs> on KUCI FM, and then I've done Marsha's show. It has been eight years. Oh, my God, eight years. Yep, yep, yep. It, it's so and long. I, it's, yeah. hard to, it's really hard to believe that all of this, you know. It's not hard to believe that we can all talk about things for eight years because everybody on here likes to talk. And and all of us, except for Bennett, I can say one thing, all of us don't like to promote that much, but we're going to do a little promoting. But Bennett likes to Bennett is very good at that. I met, that's how I met you, Bennett. You told me I didn't promote well, and you're right. I don't. You don't, and I, I don't. love you, but you don't promote well. I know, okay. I know, I know. But I promote other people, so that's okay. All right, so I... Tell everybody about your show, Bennett, and then we're going to talk to William. Which one? My normal shows or, or you can the do all special shows right show now. I'm this doing is, for uh, World Do of it Eight. all now. Do it all now, and then we'll talk. Okay. Yes, Monday okay. I have the legal show with the greatest earning, the world, uh, Sarah Abram, who is working on a new book, I know, and her son just turned to. Hi, little guy. Okay. He's wonderful. On Wednesday, which is tomorrow, I have Isabel Cates as my guest on Let's Talk with uh, Rachel and Bennett. That's Rachel Thompson. And on Friday, I have Anything Goes, which is uh, the lovely G.A. Hauser will be my guest this week. On February 18th, my big radio surprise from 8 to 10 on the World of Ink Network, I have the Witches. Uh, and I do mean the witches. There are four beautiful ladies that they write a collection called The Witches of Port Townsend. And I've got all four of them. How I got it, I don't know. But I have all four of them doing my show. I don't expect to get a word in edgewise. But yeah, well, it's, they're, it's they're, 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 right, right, I'm sure you'll and that, that And I want to make sure I mention all their names because if not, I'll get killed. Uh, so, no, Kerrigan Byrne, Cynthia St. Auburn, uh, 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 Cindy Stark and Tiffany Helmer all will be here. So all the fans that listen on this show, come over, come over February uh, February 18th, and they will all be here and all just having a crazy time. So it'll be wonderful. We used to have a, well. We used to have a lot of shows like the, you know, the paranormal shows and everything, and um, there was really a lot of fun. I mean, we had a lot of fun. I mean, Willow had a show where we had all these callers, and sometimes, oh my God, she she did ghost. I, I don't know, it was so crazy, but it was a lot of fun. I'm trying to get her back, but I hope she feeling she's feeling better because she does. She did a ghost hunt. It was really kind of it was fun. We enjoyed that. Okay, William, tell everybody who you are, and you you have so many books, it's unbelievable. So. It's amazing. You are amazing. Go ahead, William. Well, you, <laughs> William, uh, are you William, still uh, here? William, are you William, still yeah, here? Yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah, Mary. I nodded out there for a minute. Um, William, William Maltese. Yeah, I've written over like uh, 200 books. And uh, I have a Wednesday night uh, radio show at uh, 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the Para-X channel with... Uh, Joanne Jojo Crockett, who's the head of Vampire Wear. Yeah, she's the head of Vampire Wear, and she also lives on a farm where they raise a lot of bees. So she's involved in um, bees now. So 
I know. I, I couldn't oh, yeah. when she was she when you two were on the show. I mean, I really am afraid of bees, and I mean, I couldn't. I mean, this is what they do. This is they. You know, they. She loves it. Yeah, you're in luck because they're all dying out. <laughs> so you won't you won't get stuck. Oh, okay. Okay, good. I'll, I'll remember yeah. that. Okay, I know because you have a lot of books. I know, and you also have a, a new book out too, which we'll talk about that. Oh. And you've been very good at marketing yourself lately. I have to tell you that because I see you out there, and this is very good. I only look. Yeah, I only look. I I I, I would like to write. <laughs> I don't like to mar- look. I made. I got my. I got my degree in advertising marketing, and I still don't like advertising marketing. So, <laughs> ever so often, I'll do it, and it'll be like in a spurt, and then I'll get tired as hell of doing it, and I'll just. Well, you're probably getting stop. tired of it already because I've seen you out there more than ever. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah. I did I did this one because it was getting a it was getting a good deal of press and it was getting a good deal of publicity and I thought, well, I might as well just go ahead and try and give it an extra push cuz I don't I don't usually usually I just let them appear and uh do Well, what the they subject may. matter Luckily, is time the subject matter is timely now. Yeah, yeah, for this book it was. Yes. So, so. And do you want to talk about it or do you want to talk about it later? March 10th, I have William on mic, anything goes. So I just want to make sure that oh, okay. I promote that. And <laughs> William and JoJo will be on my show. So we're, you oh, know. JoJo too, yes. Oh, have you met her? She's. Good. I, I she am is. very lucky, yes. Yes, she is fun. <laughs> I used to be, who the hell are you? Now it's like, sure, I'll come on your show. What do you have free? <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, I think, and, and Delaney's going to, uh, Delaney, let's say who you are, Delaney, because we were just talking about that, about the show, radio show, so that we'll talk about that. Delaney, are you with us? Yeah. Here we are. Hello. I'm here. <laughs> I'm just Hello. sitting here listening and enjoying it and trying not to cough. Um, <laughs> you have bad allergies. I know. I listen to you. I know. Oh, yeah, uh, I, have, I have tea. I, know. I was I, I know given that. the gift of the crud uh, a few weeks ago, um, right after I had sinus surgery, um, one of my son's friends came in and he said, oh, I, I've just got the sniffles. Well, it was not just the sniffles. It was a full-blown crud, and we all got yeah, it. All and got it. I'm getting over it, but I still start still laughing too hard. Is still welcome in your house, what? Is he still welcome in your house? Not as welcome as he was before he gave this to me. I mean, <laughs> come on. I know that caring, sharing is caring, and caring is sharing, but I really wish he hadn't cared and shared. No, you know what? Really, you know what? The truth is, if people are sick, they really should stay home. Seriously, they they yeah, don't though, and, well, and that's you know. But they don't. Yeah. You know. And they but, give it to uh, anybody anyway, else. Anyway, um, I do two shows. I have the the Red River Radio Network, and I I do two shows a month. Um, What's right for me, which is coming up tomorrow at 4 p.m. Eastern. And I have two wonderful authors on there tomorrow, Robert Walker and Laura Eckroat. Oh. And I also do a, a show the second Monday of every month, which is called Delaney's Tea Time, also at 4 p.m. And, yes, both shows are two hours, and I get three authors at a time, and we all chat and have fun right. and laugh our heads off and just have a really good time. Yes, you do. Uh, you know, um, and one of the problems is though, which you're probably going to know this. All of us know this. I mean, the one one thing is is that sometimes you're listening to the shows and all of a sudden it goes out. So anybody, if you're oh, ever no. listening to any of the shows and it goes out, just hang in there. <laughs> 
it, it'll, <laughs> it will come back. It does come back. And you oh, know, yeah. The, the or, in, yeah. And and the interesting part is, is that what you know, when it's archived, you don't ever hear any. Of, you hear the straight show, and that's why it's much easier for people, uh, certainly on the blog talk, that when they listen to it archived, they don't have those problems, and you get yeah. on very fast. You know, it's not like a lot of people don't have the patience. And sometimes it, blog talk, when it when you click it, it takes a long time to download because it's a, I guess they, they have a lot, so much going on that that's, it does take a long time sometimes to download to get, you know, in to hear the show. And people give up. Oh, yeah. And they have trouble with the chat room all the time. You know, the person who starts it, like my assistant, Christina, We'll start up the chat room, and I don't see it, and my guests don't see it, and then all of a sudden it appears, and you have to keep hitting refresh, 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 and it's the biggest pain in the butt. And well, I have, you know, I so actually have the I have the chat room open, and if anybody has a question, you know, I, I put the number there and everything. I can do that now because actually, I, because I'm by myself, and now all three of you I know can handle it. <laughs> if I just yeah. if my, it goes out, but when you're doing a show by yourself, it is hard. Or sometimes mm-hmm. because you can't control it, you know, and then you get strange callers and things like that. But, you know, the good thing is is that we all have shows, and one of the other good things is is that people don't realize that they're not paying to be on the show, and people still want to come on the show year after mm-hmm. year. And you were mentioning oh, yeah, something that I, some people charge a lot. I had some guests from, oh, gosh, six years ago that contacted me recently and said, hey, I've got a book coming out. Um, Are you still doing your shows? I'd really love to be on. And another one who said, uh, uh, I know I haven't been on in a while, but I've been listening to your show every week, and I really would like to be on again. And so I think that's just great. And I said, yeah, come on. We'll find a day that works for you. It's great. Oh, you yeah, are lucky. A, I can't. I have Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Do you have Tuesday or Thursday? No. <laughs> well, you because no. you you like to do a lot of shows, William. I mean, like, what? This is a question because we're all hosts here. What you know? Do you pick the guests, or does JoJo, or do they? You know, what? How do you get? How do you decide who you're going to have on? Look, the less I can do, the better. So what happens is people <laughs> will contact me, and I and I'll say. <laughs> Contact JoJo because she handles scheduling. Yeah. So that's the way it goes. I mean, and she does, and she also does all the technical stuff. I mean, I don't know anything about connecting to the network or staying on the and air the music, or getting right. off. Okay. Yeah. Or the music, or the lead-ins, or the ads. So if there's any problems, it's I blame JoJo. I mean, okay. <laughs> I, I, I have a wonderful short story about what happens when you're at a trade show, and they know who you are supposedly. And they come up to you, and this guy comes up and says, Pomerantz, I'd like to do your show. I said, fine. Let me get my calendar out. And I said, I have available in uh, July. And he says, that's too far. I have a book coming out on February 30th. I said, February 30th. I said, okay. Yeah, uh, and I'll buy it. Uh, well, i got to make sure, because I want to have the book out as well as everything else on February 30th. And this was like two or three years ago, and I'm like, okay, uh, I'm booked that day. What day do you have other than that? I said, July, and he says, that's too late, uh, and left the booth that I was saying at. You know, I was at a trade show, 
and full of authors and publishers. And, and a lot of people at the bar at the end of the night, we're talking about the same guy, February 30th. And we're all laughing because if you don't know and you <laughs> haven't no done the math there. yet, there, <laughs> are 30, there are 28 days in February. Yeah. See, I even <laughs> uh, that. Sometimes 29, but it's like... Yeah, but you know, but the thing is, you know, so like for me, I like I, you know, I do like to have open dates because I have a, a habit of I'll see something online and I'll say, oh, this is really interesting. Okay, let's have I want to have them on, and I like to have them on pretty soon because I don't want to keep thinking about it. They're in my head already, and what I want to talk to them about, and whatever. So I do move around times and everything. I, I probably shouldn't, but I do, and. Um, that's how I, I book that way, you know, because um, I, I try so many different topics. If I see something that's interesting, and then I decide I'll just do it. And when you are, the, when you know, when you have time because it is your network, then you're okay, you know. And uh, we do have other hosts, which I, I should mention that, Elizabeth Black. Uh, has a show in February, and she's a great host. And then Virginia will be back, hopefully. And then we have me, and then we have Bennett now, and we'll see who else comes back, you know. Um, like I, I think Delaney will know this too. We had uh, Red River. I don't know. There were so many hosts. Oh my God. Oh yeah. Um, and most of them are gone. You know. And um, yeah. I offer some people that they could come on, but they don't, they might not want to do the shows. But um, I think for me, and I think we, I I'll, I'll put this out there. Don't you think it's really good PR for people? I mean, I, I think it goes on Google very fast. Uh, mm-hmm. What, how do you, anybody I, want to I take think it? it does go on Google very fast. Yeah. I did a show, and people were already calling me about um, doing I, – I, it's funny. After you do a show, sometimes with a name guest or name guests, uh, mm-hmm. shows go very quickly. I got the Witches show on February 18th because suddenly uh, I had Cynthia St. Albert on one week and Kerrigan Byrne on the next, and their fan clubs said, we'd like to do a show with them. And I said to Marsha, I said, can we? And she says, sure. And so February 18th, they're all on, and I'm very, very happy. But it's a surprise how much fan participation is there, too. Yeah, because I, I don't know, you know, William, I don't know, you know, do you do you feel that people are, you know, I mean, because I do know people, they can't see some of the, you know, the the posts. And so sometimes, like Delaney, I mean, your your stuff is out a lot, too, though. And then I mm-hmm. then you said, you mentioned that someone said, are you still having a show? But isn't that weird? Yeah. I mean, William, do people call you or you don't, you know, you don't, I mean, because you're out there a lot on other things. Do stranger strange people call you or William and say like I might want to. Do they ever ask you, or they just go right to JoJo, or you send them to JoJo? Oh no, 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 no. They, they no, they they contact me and say that they'd like to appear on the show. They have a book or something coming up. Oh, they and do. I okay. Just say, yeah, and then I say yeah. yeah, because I mean I'm contacted, but and then sometimes if I know somebody or if I think something is interested, I'll say, interesting, I'll say yeah. to JoJo, yeah. well let's do a show on that, and then she says okay, that's fine. But otherwise, I just usually refer them. Or her put a put on the schedule. Yeah, yeah, Delaney. I know, Delaney. What about you? I do my own scheduling, and now Christina does what I consider the hard part. She gets on and she sets up the call and she sets up the chat room, and she watches the switchboard and she watches the chat room for trolls. She's got a quick trigger finger. She's really good at at uh, 
you know, getting rid of troublemaking people. Yes, I, I had a few, uh, some a few weeks ago. Of, yeah. yeah, she takes care of all that stuff that that makes me hysterical. I hate running the chat room, and yeah. I hate starting the call, because I used to do that for um, April, and everything always screwed up just consistently. Yeah. You know, I, I really m- met my level of incompetence being an assistant and so she said, would you like to be a host instead? I said, yes, please. <laughs> <laughs> I can do that. I can run my mouth. Just don't make me do this. It was, it was different years ago. It was harder, you know, because I know because when, when we first started, we had two people doing it. You know, I mean, I, I do think it, truthfully, I think it runs better when there's two people doing it. But it's very hard to get people. I've tried, you know, and um, then either they don't show up. Or you know, I've like, I, you know, I've had some really good people that I really like. They just don't stick to it, you know. I mean, yeah. like with William, you have JoJo, and you too do the show. So it's, and that's a good thing. You have. Yeah, you know, I, 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 I've sometimes start. struggled with no guest and trying to handle a half an hour. And uh, and I'm not telling jokes or you're trying bits, but you do you do what you have to. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, that's why I have two or three guests on at a time yeah. as well, because I have been on the end of, oh, where's the guest? Yeah. And she, you know, she's not here. And I mean, I did that in, inadvertently to, to Bennett and Elizabeth once because uh, I was yes, I remember. terrible medication that just made me completely out in the ozone. And I'd been thinking about the show all day and then forgot to call in, and I was so humiliated. You know, that's not the kind of thing that a host should forget <laughs> when they're being a guest. So I've been reminding myself about this show for three days, so I wouldn't forget putting notes up everywhere. No, um, we have, no oh, because, you know, God. everybody does get busy, and, you know, but I think that, you know, it's it's something that, you know, I know I've had calls from people that have shows, and then they'll say, oh, my guest isn't here, and then finally the guest moves up, you know, and it is easier when you have three and four people, because then you don't have to worry mm-hmm. about it, because if one doesn't show, I mean, I've done shows with, you know, with Gina um, and uh, uh, Gina Kincaid and a lot of her, we've had like ten people, and I said the last time I can't do the ten, ten was too many, it was just like, I thought I was going to, it was just too yeah. much, I, you know, you can't, because I always felt, I felt bad, because I couldn't know who I should talk to and who I shouldn't talk mm-hmm. to, you know, because you're not in the same room, and ten people, that's like, too much, you know. And oh, yeah, somebody always gets yeah. lost because they're the quiet one that sits there and doesn't just jump in. Right, and you feel bad, and, uh, you know. Yeah, and I mean, No, 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 I, I've learned how to, how to fix that. You call on people. It's, it's like it's well, like what I teach do. you with the seating yeah. chart, with the seating chart. Yeah, and you. <laughs> oh, and I have nothing to say. Okay, no problem. Next person. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's what I always do because I, I learned that when I was teaching. You know, you're not going to get somebody who just voluntarily says, oh, hey, I know the answer, and I want to talk now. <laughs> you know, they just don't do that, and everybody's trying to be polite, and so they don't say anything. So I will just ask the question, then I'll say Bennett, and I'll just shoot it over to him, and he answers me, and then I'll say William, and then I'll say Marcia, and that yeah. way everybody gets a chance to talk. Right. And uh, it, it works a whole lot better. I also try to throw out a question that it has to be personal. Like, um, what five people do you want to take to lunch or dinner, alive or dead? And, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, 
you get some interesting responses. Other than Jesus, you get some yeah. interesting responses. Uh, somebody <laughs> said Elvis. I said 50s Elvis or towards the latter part of his life. And you get interesting <laughs> people discussing these things. And they're like, God, yeah, I, didn't, I had something to say. I said, yes, you did. Well, William, I wanted to ask you a question because I know I, well, you want to talk about your new book for just a few seconds because um, it's topical and it has you out there, you know, posting. So I want to hear about this. It just it just seems strange to me suddenly that it's called revamping Delaney and Delaney. I, Delaney I know I did because show. I was writing right it, right. I, I know I just wrote something down and I went like, wait a minute, but it's spelled differently though. It's spelled differently. Yes, it's spelled yes, it's spelled differently. Yes, and it's also if it's for male rather than a male male rather than a female. Yeah. Anyway, it's. Uh, I took on I took on a controversy that's existing within the present literary world in the the M slash M market, which is not everybody reads, so not everybody is aware of the conflict. But those people who do read that kind of book know that the conflict is going on, and it's between well, uh, gay yeah, explain it. Yeah. yeah, it's between gay male writers who are feuding with straight female women writers and straight female women readers who are now predominantly the M slash M. I mean, they're there. They're, they're predominantly in that market. And the gay writers, the gay male writers, think that they're distorting the gay lifestyle by putting too much romance presently into the M slash M books. So it's merely I took on that controversy because, and as I said, most people who are readers uh, or writers uh, who, who okay, don't so read. Okay, so so all right. So if you're if you're saying that, okay, so what did you do in the book to kind of discuss that? You know, put that out there for people. Oh, I took a I took a, a the main character, a male writer in in that who had written in that field, who had written his life experiences and had a lot of bestsellers, and all of a sudden the market has changed, so the women have taken over. So what I did was I recorded his journal of events as they happened and how he would have written them, and then I juxtaposed those against what the story turned out to be after the female editor got a hold of it. Wow. Well, that's that's actually very interesting, though, I think, you know? I mean, because, yeah, because, you know, when you have so many different like I've had a lot of these romance writers on too and you know you don't even think of it as that that but that's an interesting topic and you know so I so do you put a lot of sex scenes in or you don't in your books I I've looked at I've read some of your books but you it yeah. you <laughs> no no sometimes you do but no but but this is going to be I I actually unfortunately this is going to be a very big issue coming up soon <laughs> really soon uh, you yes, know, in the I write, I do write, yeah, yeah, I do write. Yes, look, I do write. I do write quite a bit of sex, sex in it. And, and the, one of the reasons, especially in this book, is the fact, although there is not as much as there used to be, that, that I've written before, is the fact that the from a female perspective, things like sex and romance are entirely different from the male perspective. I mean, where it's like, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. You know, on the one side, you have to have, you know, you have to have dinner. You have to have dinner, you have to go on dates, you have to have a first kiss, and you have a second kiss. And then finally, somewhere along the line, after chocolates and champagne, you end up in bed. So, 
one story is long, and you know they say, and you know, yeah, so, yeah, just well, think, yeah, because it, it, right, you know, I think as people sometimes they don't know when they're writing if they how long the scene should be, you know. Um, I've had those issues myself, you know, when I'm writing, and I'm thinking, like, you know, because there is, see, that's the whole thing. There are so many different readers out there. Some, you know, want a lot of sex scenes, and some don't want a lot. Some want longer sex scenes, and it really is a, a different, you know, you, I guess you have to do your own thing when you're writing the book, I mean, of how you feel at that scene, and not do it just yeah. to sell the book. Yeah, no, and it's, I thank it's God don't have to, to do longer. that for my next few. <laughs> I'm I, I'm keeping biographies up now, right now, so all good. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I, I got a book coming out February 28th. I want to make sure people get this one. Not February uh, my, 30th. No, February 28th. I made sure I got it right. It's my birthday, too. So we're, I'm celebrating both things. Uh, seven weeks will be out. This is the first book about my mother. And the publisher read it and said, uh, can you do a sequel? I said, sure. So that'll be at the end of the year. But this is uh, seven weeks is the time my mother had pneumonia and almost died. And I started to rediscover my mother. Which, which can happen, right, when you're, right, it's a whole different thing when you're with them for all those uh, different... I was with, different. I, I left radio for seven weeks, and everybody yeah. said, well, what happened? And I, this is what happened. Yeah. I could, I, I love blog talk, and I left seven weeks of it and just yeah. spent time with my mom. Mm-hmm. And... uh you know, it was an interesting kind of paradox because I expected to do a radio show on Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, and I didn't because I spent time with my mom. My mom says, you've got to get out more. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> no, but I think when, you, when you're an adult and you are, you know, with a, a sick parent or, you know, and or taking care of them, you do learn a lot of different things than you might have learned because when you're – younger and you're going out you have a social life you're doing this and that, but as you get, get older and they get older you hit it's a whole if you if you're lucky enough to have a relationship at a time in their life where you didn't expect to you do learn a lot of things about well i had a dying wife at the time as well yeah and yeah. my mother said you need to spend more time with her yeah. you know and so believe well, me it when, was it was go ahead when you're torn between of where to go and what to do, it is a difficult, and a lot of people have that situation That's sometimes. That's part of the discussion in the book. Yeah. And yeah. It, it hurt immensely. I mean, it was, yeah. my mother was great. It was my wife, and my wife understood, and my mother understood. But it was right. like, do I go one way, do I go the other? Right. And, and that's you know, what the I, book is about. It's called yeah. Seven Weeks, and it will be out February 28th. Uh, yeah, and also that's my birthday, so any gifts will be accepted. <laughs> Buy the book. <laughs> it's it's going to be on Amazon, and uh, all kidding aside, uh, I think it's 99 cents the first week. I don't know. I, I, I don't worry about that part. I yeah. worry more about writing the book and doing the shows and everything else, and which I is, hear that Rachel may have a guest. 
which is very important. I think important. Rachel may have a guest the first week in in March. I know him too. It looks like me. It looks like me in the mirror. <laughs> no. What can I say? Okay, and then let's go down to it. Well, as long as we've not, you know, talked about one thing. I know that we've talked about this before, and uh, I, I want let me let me mention one thing, Marcia. Okay, sure. Delaney, what sure. you have a new book? Because Delaney, I love Delaney's books. Um, I well, actually I put out two last um, last fall. I haven't got one out this year yet, but um, I put out. Um, a collection of short stories called The Lone Wolf Tales that came out, oh gosh, November-ish, I think. And uh, it's associated with my sci-fi world. And I also put out another romantic suspense called It Takes a Thief. Finally got it out for you, Bennett. Finally got it out. I, I'm just making sure because I knew thief was coming. Okay, I'm yeah. but, but isn't it? But isn't it? You know, like when you have a different. Well, you have a lot of different genres, also. You know, Delaney, that you do mm-hmm. that. You know, but you also have you. You're you're on a lot with quotes and songs and different things. What what mm-hmm. made you decide to go that route? You know, because I, I noticed that you're out a lot, but not just for your books, for quotes and you know. Um, you're, you're there also with a lot of music that you like. Sometimes you'll say, I heard this song. Oh, well, the music just, uh, I, that wasn't really a, a decisive choice. I just sort of started doing that because I listen to music nonstop when oh, I'm writing do. or when I'm doing my promotions. I'm always listening to music, and it's easiest for me to go on YouTube and just don't, I don't watch the videos. I just listen to the songs. And when I find something that I really like, um, it may be something I haven't listened to in 20, 30 years. It could be something that I just found that is wonderful or it, it really moves me for some reason, and I'll share it. And, um, you know, I don't know if anybody replies or not. I, hardly, I don't really go back and look, but I'll, I'll find all these songs. Because I, I, I notice that you do. Well, I, I see that you do that. I see it. Now. Yeah. I, I notice when you put them out a lot. I just wondered, yeah. you know. And th- and I think that's a good thing, you know, because I see what William does when he puts out. <laughs> William, you put out like, well, I know when I put out one of his recipes that his mom's from his book. See, because what a lot of people don't know is is that you have a whole other side to you, William, about your cookbook. So maybe do you want to talk about that a little? Because that's something that is so different that, like, you know, they don't expect that you're going to be writing all these books, and you do, and good and beautiful ones. You're talking you about talk the cookbook? About, yes, how many you have. You have several. Yes, I have six cookbooks and plus one wow. diet cookbook regimen, yeah. And that came about because mainly because I traveled so much in my early years that the publisher said, you've been so many places and eaten so much. Would you like to do a series of cookbooks? And I said, sure, I haven't done cookbooks yet, so I'll do them. So that's how they came about. Yeah, because I, I think that's a, I you know, been. people like your, you know, that beef stroganoff, whenever I put it out, I'm, I always, see, that was your mom, from your mom, and you and uh, William and his sister, they did a cookbook. And it's so, I still love that cover. It's so cute. It's like my favorite cover. But, you know, and, and there are recipes that people really eat, not diet recipes. You know, they're just like what your mother would have cooked. And well, they were actually from her when she died. Right, exactly. I mean, everybody, wanted, yeah, everybody wanted her recipes. 
and I had them, and I had to write them down and get them. And my sister said, well, why don't you just, you know, see if your publisher wants a book, you can put them in a book, and then when somebody asks, you can say, go buy the book. So that's basically what I did. I asked the publisher whether he'd be interested, and he said, sure. And so that's why my sister and I did it. So I let her gather up everything, <laughs> and, I, and, I, and I went through it. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yes. But you have, you know, you have gluten-free. I mean, you do, I mean, it, you've, you know, I think that a lot of times people don't realize how many things everybody does. They just come, sometimes you think, like, maybe he does one side, or she does this, or he does that, or they do a radio show, but they don't realize there's so many sides to people. You know, like, everybody on here does so many different things. You know, Bennett reviews audio books. You know, I mean, that's the one of the things is I that review a lot of things I understand I know you but do. but but the thing about it is you put on different hats for your different parts of your yeah. job yeah mm-hmm. yeah i mean i i have a i love the legal aspects of of our world, and so I created a show about it yeah um i i I don't want to take the burden of doing a show alone so i partnered with a lovely lady named Rachel Thompson, who is a Huffington Post columnist and an author. She's got six books. And, God, it's it's wonderful. I, and, of yeah. course, I like doing also a show myself sometimes, just me and the author having yeah. BSing and enjoying just having a good time. Delaney, you know that well. Oh yes, <laughs> you've you've been prisoner on the show. You know, no, I do. I, I do. I do different shows like that too. You know, because you know it does depend on who it is and what you want to talk about. And you know, uh, I had William and his sister on, and that was so interesting because she'd really not been on a show, and she was a good guest, wasn't she, William? I thought she did a great job. Oh, she yeah. No, I like my sister. I won't say anything bad about her. Now, <laughs> no, but it was a lot, it was really fun. You, you know, have the and, right to remain silent. Remember, yeah. but I think yeah, that that's what's you. interesting, and you know, because you have like over two hundred books, but you know, and they, you know, they may view everybody as let's say somebody does this kind of work or that kind of work, and you know, probably a lot of times. Amazon, it's a problem because you know uh, things get screwed up on Amazon because people don't always understand. Well, you know, from the author central page, and um, it, it could be a mess. I mean, of trying to get yourself out there, especially when you have different genres and you want book reviews and you want audio reviews. It's not easy. It's a lot of things, and that's why sometimes you just figure like, oh, the hell with it, you know, <laughs> because you. It's yeah, like it's, it's overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's I remember right after I had my heart attack in September. Everybody's like, you need to rest. No, I need yeah, to get out yeah. of here. I need to go. Yeah. And they're like, you're 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 sick. I'm like, no, I'm not sick. Um, when when your health gets in the way, I understand. But I had a heart attack on the dialysis table. On which the is dialysis, not a good thing. Which yeah. is not a good thing. No. And and everybody's like, oh, but you need to rest. You need to do. I'm like, no. Come on, let's go. And thank God for Lindsay Downs and a couple other people said, sure, let's have fun, because yeah. they know it, they, doing a show is life. It's it's wonderful and it's real. Yeah. And well, I, think, I think a lot of people. I, I'm not trying to promote Lindsay. He's a great author, but uh, he took a chance and said, sure, you're okay, I'm fine. You know, we just had yeah. a great time. 
Well, I think that that's, that's the thing. You know, I mean, that's one of the things about doing radio shows, which we, that's why we're, we all do them. And so I think that it, I, for me, I've learned so much about people that I would never have ever met and from all different parts of the world. And, you know, I think that's what's important. You know, I think we would all say that. What's your take on that, Delaney? I mean, you know, just met so many people. Oh, I have met some of the most wonderful people doing my shows. Some of them are famous. Some of them aren't the least bit famous. And I don't care. I just enjoy talking to them all. Yeah, right, right, um, right. I, most of my well, guests well, thank you, Delaney. Famous. I'll take that compliment. <laughs> <laughs> most of my guests aren't world Well, we don't have to worry about Bennett. Bennett knows how to promote himself. He, uh, he oh, yeah, goes he does. Right The one thing I'll tell you is I love Delaney's show. She she sends you a script before the show, and this is not a a bad thing. She sends you a script. You know where to 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 put your comment in because it's like yeah, and you follow, and and I have my email following along with the script, and suddenly it's like Bennett, say something. Oh, okay, yes. Well, I do that because I have had a lot of first-time show people. You know, they, yeah. they've never done a radio show. They've never done any kind of interview. And they are terrified. And so I give them something that they can hold on to. I suggest, if I know that they're new, I suggest they print it out. And they have something to hold on to, and it's a little security blanket. Ah. And yeah. they know that they're not. You know, and I always tell them I'll, pro- I'll go off script. But, you know, these will give you an idea of where my interview is likely to go. And, you know, feel free to ask me questions, ask each other questions, and we'll just have fun. But I I give them that so they know where we're going because it's terrifying for some people. I had one guy on, God bless him, this before I knew to do that, and he's one reason that I started doing that. Um, Just the sweetest, most precious man but he was absolutely terrified of being on a show. He'd never done anything before. He didn't know how to promote. He was a new author. And he, you could hear the tension and the fear in his voice. And he was giving me answers that were one or two words. Yeah. <laughs> and he was on for half an hour. Thankfully, I wasn't doing a two-hour show with this dear man. Um, he would give me one or two word answers. And I would give him a follow-up question, and he would give me one or two more answer, you know, word answers. It was the longest half hour of my life. Yeah, it's, it can be hard. Birth but he, was easier. <laughs> it was you know what I do? So sometimes what I do is if somebody hasn't been on a show, sometimes, well, I do it a lot. I call, I call them and I talk to them. And after mm-hmm. we're talking for a little while, they tell me about this and say, they say, what is the show? How you, how, what kind of things are you going to ask me? I go, you see what we just did? Okay, this is my show. <laughs> just yeah. call me. And then, and then they kind of get it because they already know. They, they're more comfortable because they've heard what I'm going to talk about. And usually we just get into a whole conversation and they're fine afterwards. But they, yeah. they are, because I remember being afraid when I was on Red River the first time reading, mm-hmm. um, reading for a couple pages and I know I was a wreck. I really was. I was very nervous and 
April just said, okay, you got to, you know, read five pages. And I went like, okay. And I, I really was nervous. And so I read it. And afterwards, I think, I cannot do this again. And then she, I did something else. And then she she called me up that day. And she said, like, do you want to be a host? I'm like, what? A host? <laughs> I barely made it to this show. Because I, I, I know that um, Robin from Fidelity, she said used to say to me, you need to be on a radio show. I go like, this is never happening. I don't want to do radio. Just let me write my books, and that's it. And it's funny because, you know, and I, I don't know. Sometimes it just happens where, you know, you feel comfortable at doing something. And April mm-hmm. had 30-some hosts at one time. Oh, yeah, she had a ton of hosts. And uh, we've only got, besides Whatever the happened to April? Does anybody remember? Um, her yeah, husband she's, she's retired, still, she's, she's and they retired. started, yeah, and they, they started traveling around, and uh, she just really wasn't in a place where she could keep up with doing it anymore. So eventually I took over the network, and I've got uh, half a dozen hosts. One that's still on is Barbara Hodges. She's been on there as long as I have. Yeah. And Barbara Arentrew, she's also been on a really long time. And um, then Karen Vaughn and um, Marta Moran Bishop. And J.D. sometimes, and Marta sometimes. Marta's had a lot of health problems, so she hasn't been on much. Um, And I've got a new uh, host who's supposed to be starting, and I cannot remember her last name, um, Joyner, I think. Susan Joyner is going to be doing her show coming up soon. And uh, she's still training with Christina, and uh, so they're going to be doing a show soon. But... um, I, I love doing my shows. I, I wish there were more Christinas. I, had, uh, I wish I wish you could uh, could do like more oh Christinas. Oh God, she is just the most wonderful thing in the world. Oh, oh. I, the problem oh. I have is when you have these guests. Sometimes I'm an author. I don't know how to talk. Yeah. And I, I first thing I say is you're doing fine. Don't yeah. think of who's listening. I don't care who's listening. Yeah, the Pope could be listening. I'm not trying to be blessed. Yeah. The Pope could be listening, but talk to me. Mm-hmm. You know. Oh yeah. How's your wife? How, how's your kids? You know. Yeah. And by the time five minutes is all gone, they're like doing it themselves, and I'm just sitting yeah. there. And, yeah. Oh yeah. I had one fellow on. It was his first show, but um, his best friend had also been a guest, and was still. He wasn't. They, they, I was having to take them in turns because of time constraints. But his, his best buddy was also on the show and stayed in the chat room for a little while, even though he wasn't talking. And I started talking to this fellow about one of his books, which was about the blues. And I'm a big blues fan, so we started talking about that. And then he had written a wonderful self-help book because uh, he's a psychologist. And we got started on that, and my daughter's a social worker, and so we were talking about psychosis and helping people with these problems. I mean, we just went completely off book. But it was wonderful. I think it was the best interview I have ever done. And he just talked and was so excited about somebody wanted to hear about his books that he got started, and he was great. And we had the best time. Yeah, because sometimes just, you just don't know, right? And you just, yeah. you know, 
Yeah, and and I think that that's really what happens, that you meet people, you know. I mean, because, like, William, I think this is so many years that you've been on my shows and, you know, keeping in touch. And, you know, that was because April, I, I don't know how I don't know how you I even met. I don't know how you got on the show, William. I'm trying to think. I, I know it was. I think it was. Uh, I think that April oh, wanted me to do. No, but I think that April, she had asked me, she says, um, will you do a, a show with um, erotic writers? And, and I went, and I, I, at that time, I really didn't know erotic writers at that time. And then I said, well, of course I'll do it. So that's what she always gave me different shows and named people and said, like, okay, and that was with Rue, I think. I, I, I think it was Rue, right? Isn't that Bennett yeah. wasn't Rue? Yeah. And so, yeah. And, and then I had, I think, Bennett I, I don't know if you came on there, but I know that William I was there. I came on and, with Barbara Watkins. I will say well, this now. Well, that was now, a different one, say, right. But, William, wasn't there with Silk? Were you, is, was there a, a company called Silk or something that went out of business? Silk? or? Yes, there was. I know that one. I don't know. Well, well, I, well, I don't. I'm just <laughs> trying to think how you, how who, because... I, uh, G. A. Hauser, she was just beginning at that time. I mean, we had like a lot of different. There was a lot of people on that show, and I know William was on that show. Uh, and I think well, I started meeting people like that. You know, I'm, I'm just like that. One, two, three. You just meet people, and this one knows that one. And so I guess that's it's really how this all starts for people because, mm-hmm. and then you know one person, and then they have them on the show, and then you hear them. And then you go, oh, I'd like to have them on the show, you know. And so I think that Delaney, were you on the um, the girls? Were you on Lisa Vanderbilt? Were you on that show? I don't know if you were on that show. I think you were. No, I don't think so. Lisa and Deadly Reads, weren't you on that show? No. I don't. You know, Deadly honestly, Reads. I don't remember it. I don't think so, but I might have been. Yeah, but, I mean, because that's how people meet people, you know. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, exactly. yeah, well, William, you had so many different outlets that that's probably how I met you from through other people. Yes, I suspect so. I mean, I can't, I can't actually remember either. But, I mean, considering I've written, you know, erotic and straight and mainstream and mysteries and science fiction and everything else, like, I, they're usually people end up mentioning me, and, and which is how I ended up getting on a lot of radio programs. William, do you remember the first thing I said to you? Hello? (laughs) Other than that, that, the first thing I said to you was, when I grow up, I want to be you. (laughs) Oh, well, I'm surprised I didn't remember remember that. You you had a liturgy, and I remember the liturgy of what you were telling me. I'm like, when I grow up, I want to be you. I mean, because, you know, and you just chuckled, you know. Yeah, you're very interesting, William, because you have, you know, you have, like, you're so, you know, you have the chocolates, you have, you've traveled, you've, you know, you've done it all. And it that really is something, you know, and you have over 200 books. I mean, so that's really an exciting life. That's what they tell me. That's what they tell me, Marsha. <laughs> oh, is that what they tell you? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what they say, and I go, huh? Yeah. But you've done so many things. I mean, and that is why you're writing. You know, I mean, because you travel. I mean, you traveled a lot, and that matters. I, you know, I don't like flying too much, and I do think when you travel a lot and you go different places, you see different things, and your perspective is so much different than when you're just in one spot sometimes. 
Look, if there if there hadn't been for traveling, I would have never got the number two Harlequin Super Romance book under my right. name uh, published. Because I mean, it was merely the fact that I had come back with a lot of uh, uh, locations for books from there and recipes from there, and I just had the experience. And so, I mean, otherwise the the book on South America wouldn't have been written, and that was the main reason that they picked it because a book about South America hadn't been. In the yeah. repertoire up until yeah. then, so they thought that it was a good one. So yeah, my traveling, traveling I think is almost as good, if not better, than getting a, a good education. I mean, you learn an awful lot by traveling. I certainly did. I know. You did, and and you know, and you have wine. I mean, you know, so I think that you, you know, and the scenes that you can write because you've actually been there, done that. You know, I mean, I was looking for a picture, the other day. Okay, to um, change my website, and I wanted something romantic. I went through thousands of pictures, and I don't swim, but I felt like, oh, I want to have like the lake, <laughs> and you know, and I wanted to look a certain way. And even though I, I live in Chicago and see Lake Michigan, to me is really scary. I don't swim, so and Lake Michigan to me it makes me nervous. So I was looking for these nice, calm places, but I haven't been to a lot of places, but I, I had to go looking. But so you could find them, but it's always nice that you have been there and you could say, oh, I want to get a picture of so-and-so because I've been there and seen it. So I think that that's, you know, a one good thing, you know, that can get you to another place if you're lucky enough to be able to travel, you know, and like flying and, you know. Look, it makes, you, you, it makes writing it makes writing so much easier because you don't have to make it up. You just I mean, yeah. you've been there, so you just write what you did. So yeah, no, I actually right. and, said I, and cooking. I, I mean, you know, because you do cook and you do have wines, you have chocolates. So I mean, those are all the things that lead to romance books too. You know, all of that along with everything else. Because cooking is that's what they say. Cooking is romantic. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, that's, well, eating. Eating is romantic. It's cooking, I think. Cleaning up afterwards certainly isn't very romantic. Well, that's, either, that's, we don't so. talk, actually, they don't talk about that too much in books. Don't <laughs> leave that after. for the next morning. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> we don't talk about, you know, like, oh, I had to clean up. Oh, I had to clean up. I had to clean the kitchen, right? The cleaning up after the guest is romantic. Yeah. Cleaning can be romantic in a way because I do the cooking in our family. I'm the cook because my husband can barely boil water, God bless him. If we <laughs> want to eat, I do the cooking. But he always, always has washed up for me. He's always cleaned really? up. Oh. Yes, he washes dishes and oh. he, he does all these little things in the kitchen. He puts up the dry dishes and he does all these little things. And he'll even help me prep food, like if I need onions or something cut up. And so he will do these things and help me. So in a way that can be very romantic because it's showing how much he cares for me that he's willing to do that. That's really I nice. don't know if there are any men that will jump in and help their wives in the kitchen. But he well, will. They almost want to get married. That's... Yeah. But- but, like, for me, I like to do everything. I, I really do. I like to be, like, even when I have company, I say, just sit down. I'll do it. I, I, that's just me. I, I you know. Up, <laughs> I'm going to your house. <laughs> I, I, I don't mind. There are only a few people that I want to share my kitchen with, though. One yeah. is my daughter, 
and one is my almost daughter-in-law, because I know that they know what they're doing in my kitchen, and they're not going to get in there and burn a pan or break something important or screw something up or what have you. So I trust them, and I can work with them in my kitchen, and that's great. But that's my freaking kitchen, and as long as they understand that, everything's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look. That's why I look. That's why I only cook for myself. If I'm taking out people, I mean, if I have guests, I usually take them out. Yeah. I don't like to yeah. cook for people. I like to cook. I like to cook for me and enjoy my own food. I have more fun with myself than I do with other people around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> In more ways than one. I, I've, learned, I've learned a very simple lesson. It's, you know, if I'm going to have them cooking and they're female, they're spending the night. <laughs> I've had twelve. I've had twelve people over, and yeah, yeah, and I don't mind. It's funny. It, at three o'clock in the morning, we're talking, and somebody says, "Let me go into your kitchen and help you." And uh, by the time it's done, somebody else has already mopped up the. The, the mess from dinner and, and also have snacked on anything in the fridge. So, yeah, I don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I, I think, you know, right, everybody has their own thing, you know, and and um, look how many cooking shows there are. I mean, oh, my God, you know, there are a lot of cooking shows. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't watch them that much, uh, but I, I do know it, one thing about them. They have helped a lot of people. I have had several friends that have been ill and when they were watching the cooking shows, it took their mind off of what, you know, how they were feeling. So I think that's probably a very good thing because it's very good therapy for a they lot of people. They should put them in more hospitals. Well, right, if they don't have <laughs> cable. You would just get hungry for the food they're cooking, and then you have crap to look forward to on the dinner plate. You know, that... <laughs> There's yeah, that, that never that. changed. That never changed. Hospital food never has been great, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean that, uh, you know, that's one of the things. Although they used to have in Chicago, one of the hospitals had really like gourmet. I remember my father would talk about one really like gourmet yeah. meals, and they stopped that. And you know now that mm-hmm. some of the meals are just horrible. You know, I mean they are for people. You know, you look at it and then you you take the cover off. They're waiting the whole afternoon like for their dinner, and then they look at it and they go, oh, my God, <laughs> I feel like this. Well, you know, I mean, you've got decent dessert. Like, I I was in one hospital, and the pie was really, really, really good. And so even if I couldn't eat anything else on the tray, I could eat the pie. Yeah, I think that's probably true. They always have good desserts. They have a lot of desserts. You know, I think that but that's, the, you know, probably why, because they can't cook. Because they yeah, just, but the coffee, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. No. Well, I always remember there's a hospital around here in this area, and they had shrimp cocktail. Now, these are like six jumbo shrimp and a drop of cocktail sauce for like $5. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm just, you know, uh, when my late wife was alive, yeah. uh, Oh, yeah, she used to order that all the time because she could barely keep other things down. So, yeah, Yeah. shrimp cocktails. Well, you find what you can eat. Yeah, you could have. You know, I, you I find have a what question here mm-hmm. with with all these hosts, and I want to make sure I get this question because I'm curious. What? And I'm not. I don't ask you the guest's name, but what's the strangest incident with a guest you've had? 
I have no clue. I don't know. I don't know either. We're not going to answer you because it's not so your show. I, but I they do, don't, they do don't have, have to answer one. you. Okay, hello, everybody. You don't okay, have to answer you me. Okay, you ask it, Marcia. It's your show. <laughs> no, Because <laughs> I always promise my guests I go, I will not ask you any questions that you don't want to answer. No, I, I, I don't know. Started. I don't know. I To me, I don't know. what. I don't know. I don't think I've had anything that unusual. William, what about, I don't think I, you know, I don't know. No, I haven't. No, I haven't. I haven't, I haven't either. No, I've got nothing strange. I, I've had a guest that he calls himself a she, and then when he gets on the air, he says he's a he. And then, well, I'm a she. I was like, okay. And uh, I said, well, how did you come up with the I don't know. Well, I was ready to kill. I, and this was set up by an agent, and I don't want to say who or, or what, okay. but I was ready to kill this agent. Oh, yeah. Because well, you I don't know, one. but right, right. I, but I, but you know, I really don't have those. Because I actually do talk to most of my guests that come on, and I, you know, when other people ask me to have guests, and I don't know the person, you know, I, I always feel like I, I should be talking to them because I don't know, you know, and that's why sometimes I'll email them afterwards and say, why don't you come on another show, you know, that will be just with me. I mean, I do think that's a hard thing, you know, to. Um, make people feel comfortable and you know and if you're shocked sometimes or if like Delaney said you know that he didn't talk you know that that could be you know mm-hmm. very difficult like I for William you've got the two of you you know at doing a, you know that could be talking but if it's a one-on-one like Bennett would do or I would do that's hard when you know you don't know yeah, what's no. coming next, or you're shocked. Yeah, at, no, you know, I, I told them they asked me to do a, they asked me to do a one-on-one once, and I said no. Because it's way yeah. too difficult. You, I want yeah. someone to talk to. Because Joanne and I can fill up a whole show ourselves. I mean, so right. See, because you have right, right, and that's right. That's how I met Virginia Grenier because she was my assistant. And then that's Ooh. when we left. You know, we left to do our own show uh, from Red River, but we were still friendly with everybody at Red River. But we decided. Mm-hmm. But she was my assistant. You know, and that's how I met her. And and there were a lot of people that were assistants that ended up having shows with April, you know. And, right. Um, but when you're alone, like if you're a Bennett or myself on a show, that, that's hard, you know, when you're not comfortable. That's why I don't like yeah. to put myself in that situation. Somebody said to me, well, like, what if we have nothing to say? I go, don't worry about that. <laughs> not going to have nothing to say, you know. <laughs> talk to me. I mean, you know, talk to me. Talk about, uh, well, what's your favorite uh Whatever, and we decide to talk. Um, but I think it is difficult, though, if you're not, if there's nothing going on, you know, because it's airtime, you know. And then uh, there's been an occasion where if a show really wasn't good, you know, that uh, I didn't put it back out. Because there's, there's a, occasionally, not mine, but if there's, you know, sometimes you just can't put it out if there's, you think something is wrong with it, you know. And I think that as hosts, you never know that. You know, luckily, I haven't had a problem. But I think if you have something that turns bad, you know, and not, I don't think any of you have because I know all of you. I don't how you interview. But I think if you're if somebody, you know, has a show probably that you're not sure of what they're going to say, that could be because this yeah. is live, you know. Yeah, I had one fellow come on. Unfortunately, I had two or three other authors, but not only was he late coming in, but I introduced him, and he started just 
running through answering all the questions that I was going to ask. He's just saying, well, I'm so-and-so, and I do blah, 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 and just kept mm. going. And I finally got him to stop. And after a good five minutes, I finally got him to, you know, just settle down and stop. And he said, well, this isn't what I was expecting at all. And he hung up. Well, <laughs> well that's a bad thing. And it oh. wasn't me, I know. No, 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 yeah. no! It was not you. I would never say anything that. No, but that was yeah. But that was you know that's that's interesting, right? You know because you know I you don't know what they're thinking either, you know. And, yeah. Uh, sometimes people, are, you know, they want to know how many people are going to be listening and uh, what kind of exposure. And the truth of the matter is, just because you're on a show doesn't mean you're going to sell like fifty books, a hundred books, yeah. just from a, you know a half-hour show or what, an hour show, two-hour show. You don't. It's not. That's not what this mm-hmm. is. This is just you get yourself out there and talk, and you meet people. And um, mm-hmm. that's why all these years, all of us are still doing it because we evidently like to meet people because I think it's fun, mm-hmm. you know. And if you take it that way, then it's not a chore. You know, because we're exactly. not, you know, asking questions that they're not going to want to answer. But sometimes, mm-hmm. and one of the shocking things which I've heard on other shows, and it is shocking, that I think that a lot of times when they come on Black Talk, they don't realize, or with William, that you're the author, an author too. So I think that then they become, if they're, if, if they're discussing a book, they're not going to get this kind of interview from somebody that's not an author. Right. And, and then no, it I turns agree. different, and it turns different, you know, because, you know, because we can talk about writing, and they can talk about it, so that's why they're shocked sometimes and happy and want to come on again, you mm-hmm. know, because they writers do like to talk. As, as much as people think they may just want to write, but they like to talk in an atmosphere like this, which is... Mm-hmm. All of everybody's show, like it's Bennett's show, it's Delaney's show, it's William's show, and my show. So this is what we do, you know, which is it's kind of interesting to hear that, though, that I never knew that, Delaney, that somebody did that. So it's kind of interesting to hear these stories, you know, which we've never talked about, you know, about what happened. I don't mind. I have two talk shows, and the third one is more of a legal show. But do you know how many people, it's amazing. Uh, they all are telling me, well, if Sarah ever leaves, uh, I'm an attorney. I will surely love to, to do that. And I said, that's great. But I don't think there's chemistry. Sarah and I have chemistry enough yeah. to make the show work. Whereas, yeah. well, well, I'm an attorney. I can answer questions. It's yeah. not answering questions. And that's right. what it's, the show is not about. It's just the report. And I, right? and I, and I, okay, let me let me have a quick shout out. Sarah, I love you. Give the baby a hug for me. Now he can go to bed now. <laughs> and I do think, and I do think the other thing is because we do meet people from other people, which we had said before, you know. And um, I just friended Sarah. I didn't realize she wasn't on my list, and so you know, um, I do think that uh, last night I did it. You know, I think that that's that's probably how we all meet people from this. Because, you know, because sometimes you'll see someone on Facebook and you don't know. I mean, there's so many people on Facebook that we don't know. And I think over the years, I'm sure all of us will say uh, agree on this, that a lot of people we knew are gone. They're not here. They they gave it up. Yeah. Okay, William, like, did you find that? I, I have William? a friend named Elaine Veets, and somebody said, well, you did a show with her a couple of years ago. Do you think she could come on your show? Elaine says, what time do you want me? So it, it, 
I, and Elaine is a great, is a uh, mystery author grandmaster and yeah. has enough, you know, a couple of awards behind her name. It's not like she's somebody that stumbled off the apple cart. And she says, sure, what time? Yeah, and I think that that's, you know, I mean, you know, people have repeat guests because, you know, and I, I've always said this, I know why Johnny Carson and, and people in the past and Seth my all of them now, Seth my they have guests that they have had on before because they already know they have, you know, the report. David Letterman always did that, you know, and I think it is easier to talk to someone that you've already had on and you already know what they're about. And so when they have, even if they don't have something new, I mean, I don't care. You know, it's just having them on just for fun. You know, it doesn't matter. I mean, I think all of us probably look at it that way because we're not always looking at if they have a new book or new project. You know, sometimes on TV, I think the actors, it's a, it's kind of, they don't have them on a show unless they got something to promote, which sometimes. Well, that's the way they are now because everything is in five-minute sound bites. We yeah, have 30 yeah. minutes with the guest. Yeah. And, um, well, you remember my Elvira story, don't you, Marsha? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. I yeah. was supposed to have Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Yeah, that lady. Oh, boy. Uh, and her agent <laughs> says, well, you have to give us 15 to 20 questions. Right. And I said, well, what if we run out of time or, uh, you know, uh, and we've already gone through the questions? Well, then she leaves. Yeah. And I said, no. no, 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 I want a conversation with the lady. Yeah. Right. Well, no, you can't do that. So that's what, you know, I, I said, no, I won't have her on the show. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. And, but, did that, think, you know, does that, it, did, what does anybody else think? I mean, it's like they want the 15, 20 questions and then they leave. I'm not, well, I don't that's have 15, 20. I, really I, I don't think, William, do you? I don't think they have that either, right? You don't have that. No, look, I always figure I'm doing them the, the favor. So if they give me any trouble, I just say, no, you know, forget it. <laughs> or, you know, if they say they'll get back, if they say they'll get back to you and they don't, I say, well, you know, don't bother contacting them again. I mean, I don't care. And if they're not good on the show, I just say never have them again. I mean, they're there to promote whatever they, you know, whatever they report. I mean, I'm doing them the favor, so yeah. screw them. I just I just look at it like I just you know if they want to come on and they want to talk that's fine with me you know and if they want to bring on a few friends that they can feel comfortable with that's fine with me too because I it's okay because we can always talk about other things too you know and I do think you know because we all have things to promote but it's it it's very difficult sometimes for authors to promote some it's very easy and for others it's not you know and so uh, you know. I mean, I do think right now maybe we should just, um, we'll probably end it soon, but everybody can probably, does anybody have a question they want to ask somebody else? I did. Nobody answered me. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Bennett, you can ask that on your show. You can ask them. (laughs) On my show tomorrow is this okay. Marcia said they didn't have to answer. With her new vampire novel. So I'm very happy about that. And you could say, yeah, and you could say on your show that Marcia wouldn't let them answer. (laughs) (laughs) I have, for one, I have never done that. I've never thrown anybody under the bus. No, 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 I'm only kidding. I'm very honest about it. I yeah. have never done. I've never thrown anybody no. under the bus. No. I will give my opinion as a critic, 
I will give what, you know, uh, Delaney had me on her show once and I gave my opinion as a critic, but that didn't mean that I threw anybody under the bus, nor would I ever. No. Uh, before everybody goes, let's talk about one thing. Like, uh, now, one thing. William, do you have, an, you have audio books? Yes. Do I have what? Audio books, what? right? Spoken word yes, recordings. Yes, yeah, yes, 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 yes. Yes, I had them starting back with, I mean, they did my Harlequins with audio, with audio and a lot of my uh, mainstream mysteries are in audio, and uh, straight books are in audio, so yeah, I have several of them, as a matter of fact. So are you happy about that, or...? No, I always look. I always find them a bit weird, especially if they're being read by somebody who's a dramatic student or something or other and decides to take different voices for different characters. I actually have not been, I've not been able to listen to even one of them all of the way through. So I'm glad that they're out there because I know, you know, truck drivers and everybody in our long trips yeah. like audio books. So I'm delighted that they're out there, and I'm happy that they're there. And since they've listened to a lot of them and they know how they go, they know how they go. It's just that uh, yeah, I'm glad they're there. But yeah, Delaney, I, I know I, Delaney, you have an audio book. No, I don't. I've thought about it, but I haven't done it yet. Because I thought you were, I, I remember you were thinking about it. Yeah, I just was wondering. Yeah, I and, just haven't yeah. made that final step. Um, I was having issues with one of my publishers with whom I have severed ties completely, and that sort of interfered with my uh, decision to do the audio. I'm still going to pursue it. I just haven't done it yet. Holly Jackson is a great narrator. <laughs> okay. And, and so, Bennett, talk about that for a minute, Bennett. Yeah, I know you do audio reviews, so how do you think this narrative I do is? audio reviews. I've been in a couple of audio books, but... Um, I know most of the narrators in this industry. It used to be big names, narrators, Ed Asner, and those, and now it's basically dwindled down to the studio narrators, which are great. I yeah. love Holly Jackson. She can't do wrong. She has Dakota Cassidy and Robin Peterman and, and The Witches and a couple other books, and she is excellent. Oh, and yeah. Diane Rinella, who I love. Diane, hi. Okay. Do they but, do that with ACX? Are they ACX or just are they Audible or? They're they're Audible. Yes, yeah. they are Audible. Yeah. All Audible. Yeah, I think they probably uh, need uh, to, you know, maybe promote more. On, on Audible is promoting more, I think, you know, and um, Audible throws I, it out. Audible says the book is out. Let's put it out. It puts it out, or it will. Okay, like Dakota Cassidy has it through Tandor Media. Tandor uh-huh. Media releases it to Audible, and Audible then, of course, does their thing. Yeah, yeah I just uh, wonder how what people think of that, because I think, you know, people, you know, a lot of people don't like audiobooks. I, I do like them, you know, um, but, you know, I, I think, William, what you're saying, you know, sometimes if you don't, li- if you don't like how it sound, sounds, you can't listen. I mean, and but when you're reading a book yourself, you just read it, but... You know, so you don't want someone not to like your book because they don't like the way it sounds. So you know, which, yeah, I, yeah, I get that. Yeah, yeah, and I actually let I let my publisher my publisher handled all of that stuff. I mean, they say do yeah. you want to you know they want to do an audio, and I say, well, you know, go ahead and do it. It's not like yeah. I have to go out and pick the narrator or I have to pick right. anything. So it's you know, put it out there. That's fine with me. Yeah. Yeah, I just want, yeah, because, you know, there, there's so many, I mean, as we're speaking, things are probably changing. You know, it, it's a very changing market on all things. And, you know, and um, 
one of the things, okay, you know, the other thing is, is that I think a lot of times people are thinking if it's not a new book, people won't read it. Does anybody mm-hmm. have a, an answer? I because disagree I don't with that. Alice in I, Wonderland, I do too. I do. I read by with Kate too. Winslet, is great. Samuel no, Jackson no, reading the Easy Rollins series is fine. Yeah, so, I mean, why do you think and people say And I'm not say just saying things, those though? two as names, but they are putting them out. They're putting out the But why, why do people think they go, Perry like, oh, Mason. it's not a new book, if they don't want But I wonder why people think, you know, a lot of readers, they think they have to be reading just the new books, but they're missing a lot of books. I, I hate to say it. There's a company called Brilliance out of, you know, that's a great audio book company, and they released The Saint and Perry Mason and other things, and we're not talking, we're talking single voice uh, format, but you're talking Perry Mason, the original Earl Stanley Gardner's. Yeah. You're talking uh, Leslie Charis, the Saint. I don't mean radio shows; I mean the books. They yeah. were great, great books, and I think we've gone through a revision of it. I think people are going back to listening to classics, uh, and I'm not saying Perry Mason is a classic. But it is, you know, Perry Mason's been around since 1930, 29, 30, whatever. Well, they have, they have, well, yeah, they have him on on TV a lot. You know, I mean, they're bringing everything back, so that's a good thing. Yeah, but okay, Perry Mason is the old Raymond Burrs. We're talking about these are the these are the books that um, are the books, yeah. The the books that are basically, you know, the original novels. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at Brilliance's list. I got their February list, and so, uh, and by the way, thanks, Kendall Bryan, for sending it to me early. Uh, they've got two, Perry, three Perry Masons. Yeah. The classic, you know, yeah, it's the original book. They haven't revised the book for me or anything yeah. else. They've given me the original book yeah. that Earl Stanley Gardner wrote in yeah. 1940, and I, I'm sitting there and reading it even though listening to it is reading it or whatever you want to call it, but you're you're, you're doing you're listening Perry Mason. It's the, the the saint they have is the original Leslie Charis saint, mm-hmm. not not uh, n- not a TV show uh, that you you know. Uh, here it is. Uh, the Drowning Duck will be out on my birthday, by the way, uh, which is Perry Mason. I mean, this one's from nineteen. 19- <laughs> Copyright 1940. So, Bennett, is your birthday a national holiday now? You've mentioned yes, it. Yes, it is. We are all celebrating. Yes, I expect. I, I, I don't I'll expect drink a yes. champagne and celebrate. Oh, always. Oh, I'll break champagne and bread with you anytime, right. my friend. But, yes, okay, it is yeah. a national holiday. Oh, <laughs> okay, on that note, all right, everybody. Delaney, do you want to give your website and anything anything you want to say? (laughs) Fine with me. Okay, well, all all 12 of my books are available on Amazon. Some of them are available other places, but Amazon, you can find everything. Um, And I'm going to be trying to get out my next sci-fi book sometime. I'm shooting for March on that. Um, I I always am putting twice a week, I I put out... um, sections of my um, books that I haven't published yet. I just share them for free. So, so does that work out good for you? Do people get interested that way? I see that you do that. 
I, I hope so. I don't know. Nobody ever really comments, but I, ha- I get quite a few people who like it. And oh, I good. figure, you know, if nothing else, they're getting a good read a couple times yeah. a week. Right now I'm sharing a, a young adult fantasy series. Um, it's a modern fantasy. You put, that, you put it on um, Facebook, right? Just like, the, is that what? Well, I share it on Facebook. It's on my blog, which is Delaney Oaks. Okay, right. That's what I thought. And then you put it on Facebook, and then right. Yeah, okay. and then I share it on Facebook, and uh, I, so I'm currently sharing that, um, and uh, I also am at serialauthors.wordpress.com, and that's serial c r c e r e a l authors. We decided oh, okay. to be a little bit different. I do a serial killer too. Yes. <laughs> We, we we share um, daily uh, character quotes on there, and then I share those on WordPress and I mean on. Uh, right, I Facebook see that all the time. Right, I do see that yeah. all the time. Yeah. And uh, and we so there's four or five of us that have gotten together and and we just share for each other and and do these different things and we have a really good time and put up. Um, then we each, each have a designated day during the month, and we share something. Oh, that's a good idea. Specific. Great idea. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, I, I have been sharing one of my novels um, on there. I put up a new section once a month, and uh, I have a really good time with that. I have so many books that I haven't published yet. I've got over a hundred that are written and that I just haven't. Oh my god! Published. Yeah. And so I've got plenty of things to choose from to share. <laughs> My high, well, I guess <laughs> I get them published. <laughs> well, that answers that question. I because I, I see so much of your stuff out, which is a good thing. I think that's what they say now: is just keep going with it, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but and you know, it is hard to to keep doing it for yourself. But I noticed that you're out there a lot, so I, I wondered what everything. So now I get it. <laughs> the, everything fits together. <laughs> Like you do, and okay, and your shows are good. They're very good, you know. And, Thank you so um, much. Yes, it's a, and um, actually, I think I'm on one of those shows in February. I think yes, I'm you on are. One. You're on my and incognito show oh, in okay. uh, February. Well, but I have come. I, I actually have come out with something of my books <laughs> that I didn't think I was going to. But it's, wait a it's second, hard. you've come out. Oh, yeah. this is new. <laughs> That's exactly right. I have come she has with a sordid secret Bennett. But I, I understand. I, I know she's come yeah. out. Ooh. I know. <laughs> but but yeah, I didn't say where she, she came out. I just said she they came out. Want me to go, I, they want me to go back in probably. They're not you. They don't yeah, I'm doing a show in February um, uh, calling my in- incognito show where I've got authors who write under a pseudonym. And... Uh, so that's that's one of the shows that Marsha's going to be on, and we're going to have a blast. I've got um, two other authors. Whoops. Are, are we not myself. supposed to say our names? Are we not supposed to say our names? Um, well, I thought we would just talk to one another by okay, the actual pseudonyms. So I'll okay. introduce you, and we'll talk by the pseudonym. Oh. And if you want to say Remember your, I did, your I think real I did name, it for yeah. Halloween. I did that once for Halloween. Yeah. The problem, right? The thing is, you know, the one, the one of my problems is one of my, <laughs> one of my problems, is that my voice. You know, it does because people kind of know my voice. Even when I yeah. call a rest, if I call a restaurant, they go, "Oh, hi." <laughs> Exactly what I want <laughs> because they know it's me. You know, so uh-huh. that's. When it, you know, it is hard for some people. Work on, yeah, you know, work on that sexy husky sound instead. Oh, okay. <laughs> Make yourself sound different. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not going to work too good. I'll try. All right, anyway. Uh, I'll work on it. Uh, I'll work on it. <laughs> All right, William, let's yeah. hear about whatever you want to say at the end. <laughs> no, I'll, look, I'll just say that most of my books, almost all of them are distributed by Ingrams, which is the major distributor. So you can get them literally almost anywhere, including in books and brick-and-mortar buildings, libraries. Now, that was a good – that's very good. Now, that was a good promo for you. Good. I, I should say, too, the Ingram, it does matter. Yes, it does. They can get them. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it's a, it's the major – and a lot of the, you know, the bookstores won't even handle a book if it's not distributed by Ingram. So you can get yep. them, and if they're not on the shelves in the brick and mortar, they're on the computer, so you can get them there. I will mention my next book will be called I, Vampire, which is already at the editor and should be out shortly. And of all the books, over 100 listed under William Maltese on Amazon.com, I think only one of them isn't mine, and that's why some brain surgeon named William Lambert and William Maltese in um, in Canada. So, I mean, and and, there are, and no matter what kind of book you want, I think I think I've written just about every genre there is. So, just yes, make sure, have. yeah, just make sure. Look, that if you want a cozy mystery that you're picking up Amazon, that you're picking up the right book and not something that will curl your grandmother's toes. So there's a, lot, you know, there's, look, there's a lot of erotic out there. So the thing is, and they're all under my name now, so your best bet is to just find, go looking for the genre you like and make sure that you miss those that you don't because you can get pretty shocking if you pick up a, a book on incest when you're looking for my children's book. So. <laughs> well, that, that, that's that's a whole other story in that. That's right. That's one of the problems, yeah. right? You have to you know, really, when people yeah. change. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. you know, that's but you I, are I an to, expert in all of them. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I had 29 pseudos at one time, and I could never figure out when people were calling across the room. You know, hey, Chad. I go, you yeah. know, who the hell is Chad? Well, I was Chad, and I was Willa, and I was Adriana. I mean, yeah. so I finally just said, you know, even when they started reissuing books, I said, well, just, you know, when you're reissuing, when you're reissuing one of my editions, just make sure now that you put it under my, under my name, because I'm, you know, I let the, let the reader figure it out at this stage of the game. Well, right, I, that, that does become an issue. I, it, it does, you know, because, you know, there, there's a point where you just say, oh, forget it, because you know what, you're tr- trying to not say you write children's books if you write a, an erotic book. It, it's very difficult, you know, and, I, and it really shouldn't matter at all, but this is, you know, it, it does screw up a lot of times because people, you know, that's how it is. And when you're labeled as one and then they go like, oh, we can't, you know, if somebody looks up your book they go we don't want to read this because they did that i mean you can't be worrying about this because this is a writer's write different things yeah amen. yeah i agree 100%. i'm trying to get over it well i'm trying to make myself believe that yeah it's not right it's it's really wrong it shouldn't really matter uh and bennett yes ma'am Right. You want me to talk about Okay. Uh, seven weeks will be out February 28th. Now you can now That's about Bennett, my mother do, and myself. You can do all I have your, three shows, the legal time. show, okay. mm-hmm. uh, anything goes, <laughs> and of course, uh, Let's Talk, which is tomorrow with Isabel Cates. So I, I don't have anything. I, I'm new. No, okay. And of course, February 18th, I will have the witches will be all visiting together. On, on any which way but loose. So yeah, on the World of Ink Network. 
Well, I'm having uh, Anastasia. Okay, I will say next week is Anastasia Aldridge uh, and her um, husband, Rich, which you, you know that, Bennett, you know her. And uh, they'll be oh, on yeah, talking I know about right. co- Yes, and they'll be talking about coaching because I don't think I've had that before. You know, they coach a lot of writers to brand them. Oh, yeah. And um, she's, she's a great, she's so interesting, you know, and she's such fun. And uh, she'll be on with her husband. They coach a lot. So um, we're going to talk about and coaching. And they get an I mean, adorable child. He's adorable, but I'm yeah, right yeah. yeah, she's been around for almost a long as, time, too. Almost as beautiful as uh, Sarah Avram's child, so I'm prejudiced. <laughs> and uh, so that's what we're doing here. And, uh, oh, yeah, we, we forgot to say, and we have Bennett's national holiday. <laughs> we have to remember yeah, that. Well, that's the 28th of <laughs> uh, <it's laughs> February, not, not January. But, no, okay. the 18th will be any which way but loose. And I'm very happy about doing an, a two-hour show with four ladies and, and me. It'll be, and that'll be great. Fulton and Hallam, you know, it's it's great. It'll be fun. I don't know them, so it'll be interesting. I don't. I really don't know oh, them. Oh yes, you do. Cynthia St. Albert and I were talking about you a lot. No, but I mean they haven't been on my show. You know, they haven't oh. been on my show. Oh, so Cynthia loves you. Are you kidding? Cynthia, Cynthia St. Albert is one of the authors, and yeah. Kerrigan Byrne knows who you are. Everybody no, knows I know, you but are. I've, I've not met them. I've not met them on my shows or anything. So that's it. I'll be interested to well, hear what they have problem, to say. Well, that's your But no, all kidding aside, they are really. All yeah. four of them are excellent authors in their own yeah, right. Good. Right. And when they did the witches um, series. It, it's like uh, day and night because they some have changed their style and some haven't. But it's amazing how they write together, and I want to get into in depth on how they write at both yes. of themselves and also as the four of them. Well, you and have two hours to do it. You have two hours friends. to do it. You have two hours to do it. I have two hours, and I <laughs> shall do it. That's right. All right, and so good night, everybody, and thank you. February 18th on Saturday night, February 18th, between 8 and 10. And so, yeah, I will be there any which way but loose. And if you're looking for me or not, you can find me at uh, com. And um, that's who I am today. I don't know about tomorrow, but uh, we'll just we'll just we'll, we'll, we'll worry that. about tomorrow and next week. That's exactly right. <laughs> Until I come up with something else. All right. Okay. Good night, everybody. William, did you eat dinner yet? No, you probably didn't. No, yeah. No, I had I had another. Oh, good. All right. Because I didn't want you. Okay. Because right, right, you're you know. a different time zone. Right. Okay. <laughs> Make sure that yeah, you that's, eat. Yeah. yeah. Okay. No, I've, yeah, I've eaten. I've eaten. Thank you very much. And thank you for. Having me on the program, Marshall. Okay, you're welcome. It's great as always. All right, thank you, Delaney, and thank you, Bennett, and good night to everybody. Thanks for having me here. Good thank night. you. It's been great. All right, thanks. It's been a lot of fun. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.